0: In a similar way to plant based diets that we've looked at, there are health benefits to being vegan, but it's not that simple. You can actually cause yourself harm if you don't know what you're doing. Hello and welcome to A Doctor's View, a podcast looking at everyday health topics and life through a doctor's eyes. Please note that all opinions are my own and should not replace the advice given to you by your own doctor. I'm Dr. Bolivios. Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Doctor's View. I was emailed by a listener with a topic, and that was plant based diets. So, that's what I'm going to be discussing this week. In this episode, going to be looking at what a plant based diet is the different types of plant-based diets that there are and going to look at some of the evidence for some of the health benefits that they claim to provide and then going to look a bit into the vegan diet and also what does a whole food plant-based diet consist of. I'm discussing this topic purely on a health-based perspective. I'm not going to go into the ethics of it such as implications of farming or to the environment. I know these are important topics but I'm not a foremost expert on them, and I will leave these topics to people that can do much more justice to them than, than I can. Also, I'm guessing that's not why you're listening to this channel. I also want to say, I'm in no way an expert in nutrition, I'm not a dietitian, and the main point of these podcasts is to try and make you think outside of the headlines that we will see in tabloids, and to try and approach a topic from various angles, and to see that sometimes things shouldn't be taken at face value. I just look at a topic, form a pragmatic viewpoint, and form my own opinion, and hope you enjoy listening to how I formulated that opinion. What I say is definitely not gospel. So with that, what is a plant-based diet? Well, a plant-based diet is a diet that focuses on eating foods primarily from plants. So this includes not only fruits and vegetables, but also nuts, seeds, oils, whole grains, legumes, beans. It doesn't mean that by following a plant-based diet, you are immediately a vegetarian or a vegan and never eat meat or dairy. What it's essentially saying is that the majority of your diet is made up of plant sources rather than animal sources. Now, There are of course different types of plant-based diets ranging from a relatively liberal plant-based diet all the way through to a vegetarian and the most extreme being a vegan diet. So some of these different types of plant-based diets are as follows. You've got the semi-vegetarian or another term for it is a flexitarian diet and this is a plant-based diet but you occasionally eat meat or poultry as well as other things like shellfish then you've got a pescatarian diet which again is a plant-based diet but the extra things you eat are fish and shellfish you don't eat um other meats such as um pork or chicken Then we go to the vegetarian diets and these vary depending on what it is you're excluding. There are some vegetarian diets that include eggs, others that include all dairy and others that uh, don't include um, dairy at all but you can eat eggs only. So there's a few different variants of that. And then finally we got the vegan diet and this is the most extreme of them of the plant-based diets and this is not eating any animal products at all and this includes um, products that are produced using animal means things like dairy products even honey um, and eggs so essentially there are a few variations and the least extreme being what appears to be the flexitarian diet most extreme being the vegan diet so I'm going to look at the different health benefits that I've discovered um, quite recently from some of the evidence that looked at and plant-based diet and diabetes this is uh, quite a big one so there have been a number of studies that suggest that a plant-based diet improves diabetic control and blood sugar levels and in some cases reversed type 2 diabetes now a systematic review was done Relatively recently, and what that means is, it's a paper that has looked at all the relevant studies about a topic, and summarised the data to establish an overall conclusion. And looking at this systematic review, which looked at 11 studies to determine the effects of a plant-based diet on people with type 2 diabetes, eight studies included, including 405 adults with diabetes. Their control um, was better in a plant-based diet. Uh, than a non-plant-based diet. And the thing is, this makes sense. If you're following a strict plant-based diet, you're eating far less processed foods, which means you're consuming less fats and sugars. So you'd kind of expect that your blood sugar levels are going to be better controlled. What isn't clear though is what aspect of the plant-based diet is responsible for this. So Is it the fact that you're eating plant-based foods that causes the benefits? Or is it the fact that you're simply replacing unhealthy processed foods for healthier options? What I mean by that is, suppose someone who has diabetes enjoys eating foods that contain lots of sugar. Not necessarily animal-based products, just lots of sweet things, fizzy drinks. And they continue to do so. But at the same time, they start eating lots of plant-based foods on top of the unhealthy food will their blood sugar start to be better controlled? I don't think so. Eating an apple pie because it's got fruit in it isn't going to do your blood sugar much good, even if it's a vegan apple pie. So it's also worth noting that a lot of these studies are relatively small and the methods used to conduct the studies are fairly variable at times. So Yes, whilst there is evidence to suggest that a plant-based diet can help lower the risk of diabetes or help control existing diabetes, we don't know the full extent at which this is effective. Then looked at the evidence for plant-based diets and the effectiveness in in helping heart disease and there is actually quite a bit of evidence to suggest that a plant-based diet decreases your risk of heart disease. And we know that too much red meat is bad for you for a number of reasons. However, simply following a plant-based diet doesn't mean that you're doing yourself any favours if you don't choose the right foods. So one thing I discovered from doing this is, is there's actually a healthy and an unhealthy plant-based diet. So a healthy plant-based diet consists of things like whole grains, fruits, vegetables, and healthy fats. An unhealthy plant-based diet includes foods like potatoes, refined grains, pasta, sweets, things like that. And in a fairly large study that was done, uh, subjects who ate a healthy plant-based diet reduced their risk of heart disease by 25% compared to those who ate an unhealthy plant-based diet, including meat. And more importantly, those who ate predominantly an unhealthy plant-based diet actually increased their risk of heart disease by 32% compared with those who ate a healthy plant-based diet, including meat as well. And the authors of this study did conclude that patients should be encouraged to increase healthy plant food intake, things like the whole grains, fruits, vegetables, while reducing intake of animal foods and less healthy plant foods, such as the refined grains and sweets, like we've said. So it's important to remember that a plant-based diet isn't automatically healthy. Too much saturated fat, sugar and salt from any source, be it animal or plant, can cause harm. And nowadays, we have to be even more careful because veganism, vegetarianism, they, these are big businesses, and companies have have thrived on producing um, vegan and vegetarian products. And there's a number of increasing number of manufactured plant-based snack foods available, and these can range from cupcakes, brownies, vegan burgers, pizzas, etc. So it's not as simple as I'm going vegan; I'm going to live forever other lifestyle factors need to change too. And you often see this with people walking around with a a water bottle constantly, and always taking sips of it, giving the perception of being healthy, when uh, uh, usually the water bottle got infused, got fruit in it as well. And in fact, it's not the lack of water that's killing you. It's the fact that you're consuming five thousand calories in fast food. You've got to do both things. You've got to do some good changes for sure, but you've also got to cut out a lot of the bad things that you're already doing. If if that's what's uh, driving you to become healthier, then we go on to the evidence for weight loss and I've seen a number of studies demonstrating evidence that a plant-based diet aids in weight loss and again this one actually I've got a bit more skepticism in and I don't doubt it's true however it's the reasons as to why it's true that I've got the doubts I don't think it's the fact that you're eating a plant-based diet that causes you to lose weight per se but it's probably more to do with the fact that Plant-based diets tend to be lower in calories, so you can become full and you've consumed less. And what I mean to make that point more so is, if you are eating five thousand calories in meat, for example, and you're and you replace that for five thousand calories in plants, you're not going to lose weight. You might need to eat a lot more plants. But still, you're not going to lose weight. So it's just something to be wary of. And also, I believe that if you're making the choice to follow a plant-based diet, you're probably, maybe a generalization here, but you're probably more likely to be changing other lifestyle habits too, such as exercising more. And not only that, but you're probably eating a lot fewer fatty foods and sugars. And all these things are going to help aid weight loss. Now, there is what's called a whole food plant-based diet. And this is what appears to be the one to go for in terms of, as I said before, those healthy and unhealthy plant-based diets. This is the, the healthy version. And what this diet bases itself on is it emphasizes whole minimally processed foods. It does limit and avoids animal products. It focuses on plants including vegetables, fruits, whole grains, legumes, seeds, nuts and this should make up the majority of everything that you eat. What it does do is exclude the refined foods, things that have added sugars, white flour and processed oils and looking at a lot of different sites looking at a lot of different papers this seems to be the one that provides the most health benefits or the one that's definitely got uh, the most promising um, in terms of the evidence so uh, to summarize so far we've we've looked at a few different different things in terms of the evidence Um, and yes up until now there is there is evidence to show that A plant-based diet, a healthy plant-based diet, does provide uh, some health benefits, and some of them have been quite convincing. Some maybe a little bit more sceptical, but I've just tried to put a bit of a different perspective on it to maybe see whether or not it is all to do with um, the things that we're eating, or is it more to do with the things that we're cutting out? So I'm going to talk about a vegan diet and veganism is the most extreme form of a plant-based diet. It involves not eating any animal-based products at all, including things like eggs, milk, and honey. Again, a number of studies have shown that um, in a similar way to plant-based diets that we've looked at, there are health benefits to being vegan. But it's not that simple. You can actually cause yourself harm if you don't know what you're doing. If you go vegan, you may be depriving yourself of a number of essential nutrients. Things like vitamin B12, which is only found in nat- naturally, at least in animal-based foods or foods, and if you want to take it in, you've got to take foods that have been fortified with it. Things that have got the vitamin B12 added to it. Things like breakfast cereals, for example. You then have things like omega-3 oils, which are predominantly found in fish, and evidence suggests that even plant sources of omega-3 fatty acids, they may not carry the same health benefits with regards to reducing heart disease risk uh, as those oils found in oily fish. Things like calcium, which is mainly found in milk and dairy products, and there are there are quite a few more. So yes, there are vegan alternatives to a lot of these things, but there are other things that you just need to take supplements for, or you need to take huge amounts of certain um, certain vegan foods in order to in order to um, to take in the correct amount that you need of certain nutrients, and I think you've got to do things for the correct reasons. You you can't just join the bandwagon because everyone you know is doing it, or everyone's becoming vegan. So yeah, you know, and and it seems to be an edgy thing to do. You know, your diet is extremely important and doing something as important as changing your diet, the thing that keeps you alive and healthy and the way you get your energy from should be for reasons that you believe in and for reasons that you are happy with, not just because something is fashionable. You know, doing doing it for fashion reasons is not only stupid, it's can be quite dangerous. If you actually talk to a, a vegan and by that I mean a serious vegan, someone who's opted for this diet because they've got good reason to do it. They've looked at evidence. They have strong and substantiated views based on ethical grounds or whatever that may be. They they've got good good cause for it. The chances are they are following this diet correctly. And by that I mean safely. They know how to supplement for the deficiencies that they know and accept that they may be having from a vegan diet. They know which foods are rich in certain vitamins and minerals. They know how much of them they should be consuming. If you, however, one day speak to a vegan who has just out the blue decide to become a vegan, um, to fit their activist lifestyle and to prove a point and doesn't really give you a good reason other than it's the right thing to do. Um, You know, the type that usually suffer from microaggressions. Um, if you speak to one of them the chances are they don't know how much vitamin b12 they need or how much calcium or iron they need they don't know what foods are deficient in certain things nor will they know what supplements to take and what the consequences of not taking them are and this can be severely detrimental to health i also have the opinion that perhaps some of the health benefits of going vegan are a result of having to make very conscious thoughts about Every meal and everything you eat. If you think about it, you you have to think about whatever you put in your mouth. Can I eat this? Does this contain gelatin? Does this um, have any traces of um, of dairy in it? It's a very active thought process, and it's a it's one that is not taken lightly. So. The chances are you're far more likely to be avoiding the foods that we shouldn't be eating and I'm not talking about the animal products per se, I'm talking about the processed foods, the foods that are very high in fat, sugar and salt. Again, just my opinion and also we don't have full evidence for how going vegan affects your long-term health and care should be taken with vegan and vegetarian diets in pregnancy to ensure you're taking the correct amount of nutrients and the NHS website uh, has some articles on this and your GP can also help advise you um, on uh, nutrition as well if, if you need to get some advice regarding pregnancy and this type of diet. So my overall thoughts... Um, When I received this topic from from listener, uh, I'm very grateful to do so. I was ready to slate the whole plant-based diet thing as uh, treat it as another fad. And however, doing some research, I have definitely seen that there are benefits to this type of diet. And this was actually a very difficult podcast to make, and the reason is that when when I talk about something, whilst I like to give my own opinion, I also like to back up what I'm saying with scientific evidence as best as I can. Sometimes it's gonna be hard to do and common sense and anecdotes prevail. And this topic was hard for a number of reasons. One, I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian, and I like barbecues. So I might have some subconscious bias. Also, uh, looking at evidence for food and diet is is hard there's there's so many conflicting things over the years you um you read an article uh praising a type of food um then a week later you read an article slating it it's you do get a lot of conflicting evidence and I found quite a bit of conflicting evidence and on one side I found a lot of studies that prove the health benefits of a plant-based diet and then On the other side, I look at the studies and they also have limitations as well, such as a small study group or in some cases, it was just an individual case report explaining the benefits. So whilst there is evidence out there to suggest that abstaining from meat products completely is the way to go, I do have scepticism on this. And firstly, there's a lot of confounding factors And as I touched on earlier, is the health benefit purely from not consuming meat products? Or is it the fact that by default, if you're not consuming animal-based products, you're less likely to be consuming the processed foods, the foods that are high in the fat, and foods that are high in sugar, and foods that are high in salt? Especially when we know that there are studies that have shown that eating the wrong type of plant-based diet can still be bad for you. You know, the ones that do have these high processed foods, even though they're not meat-based. So here's my opinionated bottom line. Would I advocate a plant-based diet? Yes. Yes, I would. By all means, a healthy whole food plant-based diet consisting of the type of foods we've discussed is a good thing. One that is balanced and predominantly made up of the correct type of plant-based foods. However, this comes with a but yeah, we know that too much red meat, etc. is bad for you. However, I don't think you need to rule out animal products completely and be vegan. In my opinion, any diet that requires supplements isn't a diet to me. I, I don't believe we should be eating food and then need to be taking more things to supplement on top of that because our food doesn't contain enough nutrients. I feel you should be taking food with enough nutrients and it just doesn't make sense to me but then again I have quite a simple mind so take that as you will of course I understand that people do choose a vegan diet for a variety of reasons and this is not a dig of them dig at them um, at all I have complete respect if that is your choice and you have good reasons for doing so absolutely fine I no issues what I want to say is if you do choose to go down the vegan route please do so sensibly and carefully and educate yourself in terms of what is needed and also looking into this topic a plant-based diet does not need to mean that you must go vegan it can simply mean eating foods that are whole grain fruits vegetables nuts legumes healthy oils whilst decreasing your intake of less healthy plant-based foods and also decreasing your your intake of animal foods. doesn't mean you need to abstain from them completely. And I also believe that the majority of diet-related health problems is based around the bad things that we eat. And yes, the amount of good things that we eat do impact it as well. But I do think it's based a lot about the bad things that we eat rather than the lack of good things uh, that we as i said before it is kind of like eating an apple pie because it's got fruit in it yeah you're eating the fruit but you're also eating a ton of other rubbish so you know, what's better not having the apple pie and negating yourself off the of that little bit of apple probably i feel if you abstain from eating processed foods, uh, foods with high amounts of sugar, processed meats, foods that are high in fat, foods high amounts of salt, things like white bread, sausage rolls, etc., I think you'll notice a very big difference in your health. And if, on top of that, you eat more vegetables, more salads without the mayonnaise dressing, more fruit, more foods with lots of fiber, and fiber is another very uh, understated thing the 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 importance of fiber is is huge in diets if you do this it seems that your chances are you're pretty much on your way to a whole food plant-based diet and I think the other thing to say is please please don't negate things like exercise move around more seriously go for a walk a bike ride dancing, fly a kite, anything that gets your heart rate up, you'll notice a dramatic change. I do believe you'll be happier. I do believe you'll lose weight and I believe you'll be healthier. Um, Again, whilst this is my own opinion, I don't think that doing any of these things and following a healthy whole food plant-based diet doesn't mean you can't enjoy some skim milk with your porridge in the morning or having a boiled egg or a grilled chicken breast or some poached salmon even a nice steak every now and then as i said in my very first podcast uh health is defined as a state of physical mental and social well-being and not merely absence of disease so why be miserable in in, that in its own respect is unhealthy if you want a burger by all means have a burger just not every day and with that thought i will leave you If you do have any topics that you'd like me to discuss, please email me. My email is in the podcast description. And as always, please look after yourself and look forward to joining you again next time. I'm Dr. Bolivios. Goodbye.